and welcome to the What's Career Got to Do With It podcast, where we hope to provide a space for honest conversation and information that encourages a listener to take the next steps in their career journey. Wherever you're at in this process, we hope this episode will meet you with affirmation, guidance, and maybe some laughs along the way. On today's episode, we will discuss what happens on the first day of your new job or internship Mm. or fellowship or unpaid opportunity, (laughs) volunteership, voluntoldship. That one too. Your externship. Your extern. Your co-op. Your co-op. All of the things. (laughs) What happens on the first day? You call your mommy and you tell her to take a picture of you in your office holding your lunchbox. school. That says first day on the Did y'all do that? Like it was in front of the corporate office. You stood there with the no. I did not. Did like little lean in front, of the, in front of the shrubbery. Apparently. Wherever the picture is, I need to see. <laughs> no, right. Y'all know Morgan told me to do that. Oh, <laughs> see, 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 see. Morgan. <laughs> I knew I wasn't the only one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. First day on the job. Oof. Um, one, highly encouraged, highly, highly encouraged, set the tone off gate, Mm. be your authentic self walking into that building. Yep. Um, I I would hope you would have been your authentic self during the interview. So they already know what they're getting. Right. Um, but don't switch it up just because you're walking into the building. Um, I think that's one of the things that I learned the hard way. Um, and for years, kind of shrunk myself into what folks assumed a female working in athletics should be. Um, and now, no, 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 no. Um, it's, it's, it's stated when I interview, um, I am a lot of personality. I am a lot of emotion. I am a lot of support. I am a lot of care. Um, that's, that's who I am and, and I'm not really changing it for, anybody or anything mm-hmm. so if you feel like it'll fit i would love to join you if you feel like it will not fit my feelings will not mm-hmm. be hurt so show up authentically yeah i'd say uh as much as an introvert as i can be um i'd walk around my first day i walked around and just introduced myself myself because <clears throat> people are in their daily swing of things but if they start seeing your face oh well she's a friendly face or he's a friendly face at least you know mm-hmm. they're approachable okay mm-hmm. um so that you can kind of like put yourself out there and then just i just kind of sit back and learn now a side note i also introduced myself because they thought i was a student <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, no, I'm like full grown. So I'm human. This, you know, had a, but um, yeah, just oh gosh, just introducing yourself to folks. I'm done. I'm passing it, Kay. Okay, y'all, please rewind to hear what Nicole said in the background. I can't. Okay. <laughs> oh, not Pinocchio. Um. I think on your first day, you should really revel in the moment that it's your first day. Cause like you'll never get a first, well, mm. mm-hmm. you never get that first day okay. again. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's, it, it depends on like if this is the dream job or if this is in the meanwhile, the, the meanwhile job, or if it's the, I'm switching an industry job, You that first day, like Nicole was saying, it sets the tone, not even for just who you'll be in that workspace, but also like what your your time at the institution or your time at the organization will be forever how many years however long you stay there it's like really reveling like this is the first day this is what the carpet smells like 
this is what so-and-so smelled like when I shook their hand. Oh, this is what this is the food that was crusted on the film of the microwave when I put my lunch in that day. Uh-huh. This is the trash can that I threw my first wrapper in. It was Chick-fil-A, Bojangles, or Biscuitville. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cheat a little bit um, and expand it beyond just even the first day. And I think that that's just kind of applied. I just try to be my authentic self. And yeah. I think in any position that, that it's always good. And to know that, like, when you come in, if you're not like Nicole said, if you're not already yourself, mm-hmm. then you better get to work fast on letting people kind of know, getting to know in conversations, having those conversations. Also, hopefully you've had those conversations ahead of time so that you know the people that you can talk to and trust and um, I, I do want to say too, it's it's on leadership. It is on your other coworkers sometimes to also take that initiative. So that's pay true. attention to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of those things that we've talked about in last episode of being mindful of how other people kind of treat you or react to you or respond to you. What are they giving um, in, in a roundabout way? We did that. But when you get into a new position and you walk into the space, expect this is an expectation that people treat you as someone who is coming into a new space and they're trying to be welcoming to you? How are the people around you responding? So I don't want to put all the ownership on you to totally be yourself on the Mm -hmm. first day, but you should also expect that people come around and meet you. And if they don't, I wouldn't say take it too personally because you never know what's going Mm -hmm. on in in that company at the time. But I also want to say that, hey, there should be an effort on the other end as well to get to know you, to understand who you are. And I appreciate that from my, my current team when I started this position almost two years ago. Now, what? That means it's two years for you too? Almost. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and in previous positions where that has occurred, and I've been in positions where that wasn't so much the case, it was just kind of get rolling and see what happens. And then a month in, you're like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. showing up every day. <laughs> Meanwhile, I know every single trash can Kay throws a Chick-fil-A in. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember in Smith Warehouse where he used to go to the other side of the building to throw his yes. trash away? Yes, he did. Because the creepy new guy was over there keeping track of which trash can. And ever since that moment, we've been cool. Yeah. <laughs> but Rudy, you were saying something about the it's on the employees' side too to come in and speak. Let me tell you, I in in the last job that I had when I started on my first day I meet, I immediately knew who the nurturer was mm. um there was somebody who was supposed to train me um and long down the road we we became close and colleagues but that nurturer shout out to Rhonda Harrison Lewis um oh, the goat um let me tell you um she just came in she introduced herself and she said Come on, dear, let me show you some things. And I just followed her around and I soaked in so much. And she was like the nurturer and the unofficial leader, if you will. And when you find those good people, you you stick with them because Mm -hmm. they know some things past what's on that piece of paper that has the policy on it. Mm -hmm. They know the practice, Mm -hmm. if you will. Love them folks. This is why we need to record live because Kay's over here just his, his, his focused expression with his hands on his face. Yeah. So. <laughs> we got to get a camera in here. <laughs> no, but I, 
I want to speak to just the overall expectations of this first day as well. Of like when you walk into this space, what should you do? Who should you know? Who are the people that you should surround mm-hmm. yourself with besides being your authentic self? What comes next on that that first day, first week, first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, evaluations, mm-hmm. onboarding? We can talk about that here. We can talk about um, expectations for how much you should produce, uh, all that sort of stuff. What are y'all thinking? What should people know? Onboarding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, and again, it's likely going to look different depending upon what industry you're going into. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I would also say go into onboarding with a, a bit of an open mind frame, right? Um, yes, you know yourself and you kind of know the way that you absorb things, but there, there might be a moment where you might have to adjust your process a little bit to match kind of how things are going within that office. And and that's okay. I mean, you know, eventually you can probably, but the longevity that you're staying there, you know, you'll probably start to make it work the way that you function, but you might have to adjust some things kind of in the beginning. Um, one, so you don't drive yourself crazy. Um, and, you know, if it's a specific way that they want something done and you try to do it the way that you've always done it and it gets sent back to you, the, then it just creates a headache. So you might have to adjust a little bit in the beginning. But um, I think that's one of my my biggest advices is go in with an open mind. You're going to have to absorb a lot. Um, take a notebook, write notes, take your laptop, write notes, ask questions there is no dumb question on day one, month one. There's just isn't. Ask them all. Um, and um, also a, a discoverer of a red flag. If folks can't answer them questions for you, <laughs> you should have one big question. I ask one big person. Um, so be mindful of that as well, too. I would say in their onboarding space, <clears throat> um embrace the pace of the onboarding so um for example from you know coming from my previous job to this job the previous job was very very high impact go 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 all day long go 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 meeting 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 provost meeting all this okay um when i got here i was allowed to truly onboard and i had to embrace the pace of it being slower in order to understand what was going on And once I understood what was going on, I could then pick my pace back up and see where I could start adding different things, adding my gifts and talents to pieces, uh, components of the program, things that we do. So embrace the pace of the onboarding. I'm telling you, all three of y'all just need to open a mega church, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, mega church. That's, those are honestly really good points. So, and I think for me, onboarding, it includes the 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 meeting halfway of like the staff already established they are welcoming you into the fold it includes them also giving you the opportunity to just settle in and like you were saying um, observe take notes contribute here and there Um, but I I really don't think it's like you were saying Rudy the one day six hour person who just got on to be contributing as much as somebody who's been there for three, five, 10 years. And I think especially for undergrads going into industry, maybe right after they graduate, I feel like that's the unspoken thing about some work cultures of like, we're expecting you to give as much as this 10 year person has already been giving. And I feel like it's our role and our job to let those folks know with this sort of medium, that's, that shouldn't be the norm. 
you might run into industries where it, they make that an expectation and that's up to you to kind of reference back to the foundational work of values, um, principles, morals of like, okay, is that something I really want for myself? And hopefully you figure that out beforehand. But um, that's the type of onboarding I like. It's it's mindful that you are human first. Second, you're a human who's trying to make a living. And then third, you're a human who wants to give or give their part in whatever that organization's mission and purpose is. Absolutely. And uh, I don't want to let the employers off the hook either here um, mm-hmm. once again. So I'm going to put them on blast real quick. Put them on blast. If you Ooh. have an issue with the way that your workspace is, the efficiency, all of these things, the culture, uh, that word kind of. It's okay, Rudy. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. Yeah. If you have an issue with all these things, every new hire is an opportunity to begin shaping that culture to be the the place that you hoped it to be. Mm-hmm. And, and so it starts with how you interact and engage with these new hires. So students know that. Know the employers sh- should be thinking about that as you go through this. Mm-hmm. But also as a person that steps in a new space, know that you are not going to know everything. You are going to be a person that comes in here and you may not get meaningful. And when I say meaningful, I mean meaningful in the eyes of productivity and accomplishing like all these extravagant tasks and Mm -hmm. all of these, all right, this is going to get me a raise program Mm -hmm. or this is going to get me a raise project. You may not do all of that in your first 90 days. Some people will, some people won't. And that's okay because what your job is doing is to be there, to be present, to learn, mm-hmm. to take it in, to soak it up. Um, I remember going over in multiple previous positions and talking to someone and saying, I don't feel like I'm doing enough yet. There's this pressure mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. you have to do so much. You have to show why you're here, mm-hmm. show why you're here. And that, I mean, that intersects with a lot of different areas of our life. Prove to us why you belong here, mm-hmm. or why you deserve to be here. And that's where imposter syndrome comes into play. But you don't have to do that. They mm-hmm. hired you. They believe in you. They have expectations for who you can become, but they understand that you're only about at 60% when you get hired because you had some knowledge base. You had a foundation of who they hope you can be, and they're going to help build into that. If they hired you at 100%, well, you're ready to move on already. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't need to yeah. be there. And I think the other thing is, right, like like don't show all your glitter as soon as you walk yep. in there. Keep them wanting more, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So that's a setup for yourself as well, too. Yep to keep yourself important and um, as an asset to the corporation, right? You know, don't give them every single thing in year one, because what are you going to do year two? Why am I holding you here for year two? So spread out your talents. Keep keep your raises coming, right? Mm-hmm. Don't don't throw it all out there on, on day one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, don't be a front runner. I used that word recently. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, you got something to say? No, I'm I'm just sitting here in this moment right now. Just chilling. (laughs) So, what are actionable steps though that that people can take? I know we we talked about taking it slow, uh, going and meeting new people. Mm -hmm. What else Uh, should they be uh, creating a list of items? Should they be celebrating the small victories? What What does this look like? That was leading. I know. I'm sorry. I'd be a bad lawyer. Great megachurch leader, badly. 
I'm used to when people do onboardings, they have a checklist made of the stuff you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just naturally a checklist person. Mm-hmm. So I count my progress of, okay, on day one of my 90-day period, I'm supposed to watch this introductory video about why major doesn't matter. Check. Oh, by the way, for context, that's something we have to do for our training. But like me, that's a way to kind of build momentum. Again, maybe weighing feelings of, oh, I'm not doing enough. No, I'm doing what's been what's expected of me and what they're looking for me to complete by the end of this time period. So I am, yes, making progress. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm a checklist person as well. So mm. it's like, okay, what can I do? And it's, I think we all just go through. It's the same thing. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, but you're doing what you're supposed to do. So um, check checklist. You good, Nicole? I'm good. I have remember to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Day one, remember to breathe. <laughs> yeah, that too. No, that checklist, I, I think it, my own checklist is like people – projects and like i need to come up with another a p so it could be three p's but i, I whatever um popeyes popeyes oh my gosh. <laughs> it's always food so people projects and then whatever uh you need to do that day so new so like what is new and what is your takeaway from that day that was new so when i say people i mean who are the people and what are they doing around you so what is their role what is their responsibility what projects are they leading what projects exist in the work that you are are entering into what can you learn about those projects it's all a learning process and now you I got it. Production. So what can you produce? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. Sorry, Papa. I still sponsor. <laughs> production. So then what can you produce? And that production for the day may just be an email to reach out to one of those people mm-hmm. in the office. Uh, but it also may be to set up a meeting to talk about one of the projects to explore a little bit more. And these are actionable steps that actually help you along the way. So when you get to that 30-day eval, the 60-day eval, 90-day eval, you're able to show show uh, progress of understanding and understanding comes first before you can sometimes move into new things. Now, there will be opportunities to step into uh, projects that may align more with your skill set. I know when I got here, uh, I was kind of asked to be a part of a project that just kind of aligned with my previous population that I worked with. So I just hopped in. I didn't know all the the career stuff yet. I didn't know all the things that our office did or all the people, but I was able to contribute in a small amount there as I learned. And it was a great learning experience. So take those opportunities too and know that your expectation is not to necessarily knock it out of the park by your standards. Knocking it out of the park by the standards of your employer may be something completely different. It may just be showing up and even saying yes to the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so know that sometimes we have to ask our supervisors, ask uh, along the way what their expectations for our production levels are early on. And I think it would surprise you how often they would say, oh yeah, just take care of this. Or you read five emails today? That's great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just kind of figured something out. You, oh, you even sent you sent an email? Great. Oh, you set this up? So I would caution you against trying to be overly ambitious when we don't know the expectations of others. So setting clear or getting a better understanding of clear expectations from our employer or our supervisor or whoever is on our team is always good as well. Mm-hmm. But hey, y'all, we got to run to a meeting. Hey, yeah. hey y'all. Hey. Speaking of being good coworkers, um, so with that, what is 
what is the last thing that you would encourage people to do on their first day? Be your authentic self. Lead into the process of onboarding. Don't sell all your goodies on the first day. Leave them wanting more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. And have fun. I mean, she just threw it <laughs> Embrace the process. Embrace the pace. It's okay. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And at 5 p.m. on the first day of your job, celebrate. Do something to celebrate that you yes. finished. Always celebrate. Yeah. And I'm going to leave this with another song because I think that. Okay. I'm with it. Let's go. And we'll see if if Kay takes off here. Oh, I but thought that was one of the lyrics. This is what. Yeah, this is what. This is what. Because <laughs> you said, and we'll see. I was like, oh, go ahead. Oh, ah. hit, it, hit the ah. run. Hit the run. Ah. We'll see if you take off with this. Because um, this is actually what onboarding feels like to me because mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions in it. Uh, but I just want you to know do you ever feel like a plastic bag? <gasps> Drifting through the wind, wanting to start again. Do you ever feel so paper thin, like a house of cards one blow from caving in? Do you ever feel already buried deep, six feet under screams, but no one seems to hear a thing? Amen. Do you know that there's still a chance for you? Because there's a spark in you. You just got to ignite the light and let it shine. Just own the night like the 4th of July. Because, baby, you're firework. Come on, let your car. Make him go. Ah, ah, ah. I was trying to keep it ready. And with that, that's the What's Career Got to Do with the Podcast. Have a fantastic day. <laughs>